Welcome to Center Scripts. Here we talk about health, wellness, and practical tips for your everyday life. I'm your host, Cami Smith. Hi, and welcome to Centra Scripts. My name is Cami Smith, and I am here with two wonderful nurses who are going to celebrate with me today. We're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the neonatal intensive care unit. And so today I have with me Debbie and Brenda, and Brenda is actually a nurse practitioner, correct? Correct. Okay, a neonatal nurse practitioner. Yes. And then Debbie is a bedside nurse, registered nurse over in the intensive care unit, correct? Okay, so I'm so excited that you guys have taken your time to come and share your story. So, I mean, I'm assuming you haven't been there for 50 years. Neither of you look old enough to be there for 50 years. But the time that you have spent there, I'm sure, has made such a huge impact on you. It's such a special place. So we'll start with Brenda. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your position, what you do here at Centra? Okay. Um, My history with Centra and Virginia Baptist Hospital has been longstanding. Um, way back when I was actually born at Virginia Baptist Hospital, and Dr. Peter Houck, who pioneered our unit and started it in um, October 2nd of 1972, was actually my private pediatrician as a child. Oh, I love that so So much. So little did I know then that um, his work and efforts would um, influence my own career path. So um, I graduated from Lynchburg College, now called the University of Lynchburg, and um, was employed by Centra in May of 1984. Okay. At that time, there were no positions available in our intensive care nursery, um, so I was hired for coronary care unit at Virginia Baptist Hospital. Um, I did speak directly with the CEO of Centra at that time because I was very interested in having a position in the intensive care nursery. And he promised me that if a position became available, that they would transfer me. Wow. So he actually kept his promise. And I was only two months into my orientation in July Mm -hmm. of 1984 that uh, I was transferred to the intensive care nursery, and I have been there ever since. Okay, what was that like to step into this place you've wanted to work for so long, somewhere in a place where you were born? What was that like to start on that first day? Scary. Um, I knew I had only had one day of orientation as a, a nursing student, in the intensive care nursery, and I knew that it was a different field of medicine from any other field that existed, and nothing that I got any training on or education with um, in school. But I just knew that I was better suited for the tiniest of patients. Um, Adults were just too big for me. Um, Coronary care unit was scarier than the intensive care nursery. Okay. Um, Debbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to work at Centra? Um, so I, 
um, I graduated in 1985 from the Lynchburg General. Well, I um, I graduated in 1985 from the Lynchburg General uh, Hospital School of Nursing, which is now Centra School of Nursing, and um, I thought I wanted to work with babies uh, in the newborn nursery. I had no. Um, orientation to the intensive care nursery at all, so I didn't know much about that. But unlike Brenda, they had no um, no positions available anywhere except for in the intensive care nursery. And so um, they asked if I would like to uh, try the intensive care nursery, and I've been there for 38 years, 37 years. You guys have worked together for a long time. 38 years, but 37 years. That's really special. Is there a lot of... Are there a lot of caregivers who have been there for a while as well? Historically, um, staff that's come to work in the intensive care nursery have stayed. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of our staff who have been there twenty plus years. Um, so. Sometimes wow. um, when we're at work, we I'm have sure that over a hundred years of experience working very comfortable in the unit. So. Sure it can be a stressful environment, especially for moms and dads who are waiting or, you know, yeah, there's a lot of trust that's put in you all. So I'm sure it comes together to have that much experience represented. So, Brenda, you mentioned that you started as a nurse, but you are now a nurse a neonatal nurse practitioner. So when, when did that jump happen for you? Um, like I said, I was hired in May of 1984. And in 1989, um, Centra funded and supported the opportunity for me to return to school and um, become a neonatal nurse practitioner. Wow, that's wonderful. So uh, 33 plus years of my 38 and a half year tenure has been as a neonatal nurse practitioner. Oh, wow. And that is something that Centra does still offer, correct, for those who are, I mean, to for continued education in general, but... I think so. For Very cool. So what was that like? So you were, you were going back to school, but you were also continuing to work full-time. What was it like juggling that? Well, actually, for the first six months, I was not here. Oh, okay. Um, I was sent to Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. for the didactic portion okay. of the course and then spent three months of clinical practice at King's Daughters in Norfolk, Virginia, okay. and then returned the last three months for uh, my practical at Virginia Baptist Hospital. Okay. Very comprehensive program, um, the world of neonatology in nine months. That and sounds like I a lot. And take boards. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. So both of you have always been at Virginia Baptist. So in, in the years that you have both represented here, what have been some of the most rewarding moments that you've experienced working in the ICU? Well, we, our unit is a level three uh, neonatal unit, and we take care of babies from 25 weeks gestation um, and up, and also um, not just premature babies, but uh, full-term babies that are sick also. And um, probably the most rewarding thing is to um, 
take care of those little 25, 26 weekers, one pound, two pound babies, and see them um, develop and um, get better. And um, two, three months later, sometimes even longer than that, they are ready to go home. And it's it's a journey with the parents. And, um, you know, they, like you said earlier, there are a lot of emotions of having a baby in the intensive care nursery, especially a little one like that. And um, so we get to take care of the babies. We also get to um, uh, teach the parents how to take care of those babies so that they're ready to take care so of, lots of the babies with when the, whole family. the babies are ready to go home. I imagine that that's pretty important for the going home days. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, if you can imagine the babies that are there for weeks and months, um, we get attached to them, the babies, not just the babies, but um, the families too. And um, the families get attached to the nurses. So a lot of times on the day of discharge, it's a happy time, but there are a lot of tears too, because um, we've gotten attached and um Sometimes those attachments. Um, I hope so. Uh, the families yes. keep in touch with the nurses. So, what about you, Brenda? Um, what have been like a, a few moments so. that yeah. have been really rewarding yeah. or just so memorable I, as you've worked? I think um, for me as a practitioner, it's been uh, the team effort um, with myself and the staff nurses. Um, sometimes it's very awe-inspiring to realize or to see that our efforts and what we've done. Um, make a big difference in that baby's um, recovery. Um, you know, birth itself is a miracle, and we get to see that every day. Um, but there are many more miracles beyond birth um, that I feel like I've had the opportunity to witness um, with how these babies do and how they respond and um the sense of feeling that we get of accomplishment that we've we've made a difference. Yeah. What are some challenges that you've experienced in your position? I think the most difficult thing for myself as a provider, advanced provider, is having to have those difficult conversations with parents um, that's hard for them to hear. Um, sometimes we get bigger babies. We don't treat just premature babies. We, you know, we have all sizes that end up in our unit. Mm -hmm. um, and to have to tell them that their baby requires admission to our, the intensive care nursery um, can be very heartbreaking and difficult for the parents to hear. Um, sometimes a baby that premature infant that's been doing well in our unit suddenly changes and requires um, additional medical support um, and a change in the plan of care, that's difficult for the parents, too, because often that bears on um, and influences discharge date. Um, so that means that they're staying with us longer. Um, so it's hard for to have to approach the parents. That falls on the neonatologist or the advanced nurse practitioner um, to keep the parents you know, informed of what's going on with their baby and what it means in terms of um, 
their medical care and possible date of discharge. Of course, those babies that have a rough course and the premature babies can. The younger that they're born, the more rocky the road can be mm-hmm. to home. Um, when they do go home, um, it's even sweeter. Um, yeah. But well, and I was thinking as you were sharing, what a bittersweet moment. Kind of like you said, Debbie, where you've gotten to know these families. You're a part of one of probably the biggest seasons of their lives. And so you're so thankful that they get to go home and start that next leg of their journey. But you also have to say goodbye. So I imagine that's very bittersweet and probably a challenge in and of itself. It is. Um, Like I said, you do get attached to these little babies. um, And we do try to do primary nursing. So the same nurses tend to take care of the same babies all the time. And they do get attached. And um, on day of discharge, it is bittersweet. You know, you you want them so much to be home with their families, but you've put a lot of time and 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 care and love into getting them to yeah, this point. I and um, um and you missed now them. you mentioned specifically yeah, challenges that you had experienced. Did you have any that you wanted to share just over the years in your position there? Um you have any that a little bit of what Brenda said, um a little bit of what Brenda said, um, especially the little ones. Um, when we talk to the parents, um, we do let them know that this is going to be a roller coaster. You know, you have some good days and you're going to have some bad days. Sometimes the babies will have setback, and and that is hard um, when the babies have been, you know, uh, going up, you know, and doing well and getting better, and then all of a sudden something happens that um, seems like a setback. But it's part of that roller coaster ride that. Um, that the families will go through because very rarely do the babies just go up and uh, not uh, have some kind of a hiccup in the road. But um, yeah, and I um, imagine it's uh, there's a lot know, of education for parents who are learning. I mean, first of all, learning to be a parent is just a huge thing anyway. But learning a new maybe diagnosis or a new like treatment for care or what what is that education process look like or coming alongside of the parents well um as you can imagine most of the time it's not in the plan for the baby to be in the intensive care nursery unless you're um thinking that your baby's going to be premature. Um, And a lot of our parents, this is not the first time that this has happened. So, um, you know, they are aware of the, um, the, um, now you are sharing like it's dependent upon um, whether or not they know they'll be in there or if they have been in there before. Is that common for families to, I don't want to say frequent, but, you know, if they have had one child in that unit, is it more common for them to have more? You know, if they have had one child in that unit, is it more common for them to have more? We see that a lot um, where we do have um, siblings. um, So the parents um, have had experience with the unit with other children being in the unit. um, You eventually see neonates that were in your unit mm-hmm. having children themselves 
And those children sometimes also come to our unit. Okay. So I'm sure another bittersweet moment to see someone who has, you know, lived their life after being in this unit and and now their child is in it. But then you get to be a part of helping that baby as well. So it's just really a beautiful story that you guys get to be a part of. What What is going to be a part of the celebration? Do you guys know some of the things you'll be doing for the 50th celebration? Well, our unit um, typically, historically, has a neonatal birthday party for our little graduates um, (laughs) um, every other year, usually in May. And um, so that's been ongoing. Um, But I know that we're going to be doing some, some things for the 50th anniversary, too. But um, that it's a very special time when um, our little babies come oh, back. Wow. Um, sometimes they're even teenagers, and they're still coming back to oh, wow. um, these birthday parties, and we get to see how they've grown. And um, the families, um, that first part of the baby's birth, the first part of um them being a parent is has been spent in the intensive care nursery sometimes mm-hmm. for weeks and months and it's just a very memorable time to them so what and does that for that us that birthday too. celebration so it's look good like to see so you them said they'll come, come back. back and and visit is it just kind of you come together and share stories like what does that look like usually um we have a big party out on the front lawn oh, oh, um, at so Virginia Baptist Hospital yeah. um and it's usually um a themed party, um, you know. One year we had what princesses? Yes, different um, themes. You know, another time it was farm animals. Different yes. um, And we had actually some real um, farm animals for the um, children to pet I and love to see. Okay. So the staff goes out and, um, you know, mingles so with the families do, and invite? there's picture taking, there are <laughs> games for the and just children. Experience that and maybe give give some of these parents, you know, an inside perspective of like what that looks like to come back and celebrate year after year after year. That is very cool. Oh, yes. of course. Of well, course. we we can't send out invitations to everyone. Oh, so um, there there is usually the last few okay. years um, if the babies have been in the unit for over a week, okay. and um, and then there are always the ones that always like to come to the birthday parties that we just remember that. Yes. Um, well, it we sounds like invite, you celebrate. Um, your babies very, very well. And I'm sure that means a lot to families too, to get to see that they're a part of something so much bigger, coming back year after year and seeing these other families. There must be some camaraderie there as well amongst your families. Does that happen ever? Are there, is there support on site or do you know of families who do kind of lean on each other when they're going through that experience? We do have, um, we do try to match up some families who have gone through the experience with um, families who are going through similar experiences when we can. And um, and the parents, when they come in, um, 
they meet the other parents who are in the intensive care nursery. Their babies are there, and um, you know they compare yeah. notes. And That's I wonderful. think that they are good. Support, well, is there anything else uh, that you all would other? like to share from the many years that you have been able to serve in this unit? I think um, one memory of the unit that I will never forget is um, a delivery that I attended one night. Um, and the baby required resuscitation at birth. Um, and after the resuscitation was over and the baby did well and actually did not need to come to our unit, um, I spoke with the father and he said to me that um, he was so impressed by the work of the team um, that it seemed like we knew exactly what to do, when to do it, mm -hmm. and he actually mentioned it seemed all orchestrated so smoothly, the resuscitation, and that he knew that his baby was going to be okay when I looked up and smiled at my teammates. Little did I realize that he could see that because my back was to him during the resuscitation. Um, but, you know, I, I, I will never forget that because I did not realize how closely he was watching in um, anticipation and fear um, for, cause he knew that his baby was, um, not in good condition. And, um, I just will never forget that. Yeah. That's a huge moment. Probably one of the most terrifying moments in his life. Mm -hmm. And so can't imagine that relief that washed over him when he saw that. Yes. That is really incredible. Thank you for sharing that. It's moments like that, that I love to hear about because it, it just can be the highlight of something you get to be a part of. And so, and it sounds like both of you love what you do. So thank you for coming in and for sharing and for letting us just be a small part of this 50th celebration. Um, and, and thank you all for tuning in today to Center Scripts. I encourage you to check out some of our other podcasts, listen in, and we hope that you'll join us next time. Check out some of our other podcasts, listen in, and we hope that you'll join us next time.